Hey y'all, this is Girls Who Camp, but it's just Girl Who Camps tonight because I'm with my parents, my mom and dad, um, because we went camping this past weekend and we want to tell you about it. Um, so I'll let them introduce themselves. And Obi's also here if you can't hear him in the background chasing his tail. Um, mom, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, I'm Karen Mitchell and... Emma's mom, and we're up here from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Dad, your and turn. And I'm John, and um, I'm Emma's dad, and we're visiting from Mississippi. Hooray! They're visiting because they just bought an Airstream. Dun, dun, dun. They bought an Airstream, and it's the base camp. Is it the 20X? Yeah, 20X. Base camp 20X. Um, and they got it last week, so we got to try it out this weekend and make sure everything works perfectly, and it does. Um, so, um, I thought we could just tell a little bit about who you guys are, um, quickly. You don't have to go, you know, into great detail on it, but, um, just where you're from originally and... Um, and your favorite thing about camping. Go, Mom. Okay, so um, I'm originally from Massachusetts, went to school there and in Maine and uh, found my way down to uh, Pascagoula, Mississippi, which is on the Mississippi Gulf Coast uh, 40 or so years ago. And um, we uh, started our life there. And uh, just four months ago, at the end of November, I retired after 40 years mm -hmm. of working as a marine biologist. And now we are excited to get on to the next journey in our life in retirement. And camping is part of that. Yay. That was great, Mom. You did a good job. So I um, grew up in this area in Michigan um, and went to school at Northern Michigan University up in Marquette and worked with uh, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service up there for a while and somehow found my way down to Pascagoula, Pascagoula Mississippi and uh, worked with as a marine biologist down there and that's where I met your mom mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and retired in 2020 after 40 years of um, working and just as she said we were ready to <clears throat> kind of move on to something different and bought our, our RV, our trailer, and we're ready to go explore. That's right. Yep. They're ready. They were born ready, I think. They were ready a while ago, I think, to do this. But finally, they are able to be free. Yeah. So, thank you. Uh -huh. Well, you didn't tell me your favorite part about, well, maybe that's something, eh, we could do it at the end or we could do it now, but... Your favorite part about camping? Well, I don't know if you call it my favorite part, but it's just gets out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. For 40 years, it's been working again as a marine biologist, going out on boats and, and um, all of that, raising children. Um, mm -hmm. And um, that's where our life has been. Not to say we didn't go on trips, but it didn't seem to be those camping trips that we always wanted to go on and and we haven't seen a big part of the United States that we want to see so um, this is 
this is what we wanted to do to be able to see it firsthand, to get out into nature and to get away from the TV room and the house and just do something different. So mm-hmm. that's Perfect. part of it. I, I think the our last weekend kind of summed it all up for me. It was like um, having you, Emma, with us at our campsite and camping and mm-hmm. spending time with you and talking around the fire and going for a great hike, being tired, mm-hmm. eating really good stuff, you know, yeah. and that includes snacks. Lots of snacks so, and lots of beer. That, to me, that's that's what it's all about. It's just being close to people you, you like and you love. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I would say that's probably my favorite part about camping, too, is being, um, I think, what did you say? You said, Mom, you said, um, like a, well, I guess away from it all. But, um, yeah, being with the people that you love around you know fire just getting to do the bare minimum yeah so. right. it's kind of uh checking out yeah. you know you don't have the distraction of a tv hopefully you don't have the tra- distraction of your phone and mm-hmm. and a lot of other things that happen when you're at the house you have the distraction of sitting around the campfire and roasting marshmallows and you know having that conversation that great conversation with people Mm-hmm. yeah i agree Perfect. But it was cold. It was cold. So we'll get into it. Um, So this past weekend, um, my parents set up their Airstream for the first time successfully at the Muskegon State Park. Um, It's where we stayed this past weekend. It was really, it's a great campground. Um, There were lots of open spaces because it is still springtime in Michigan, which means um, not what you think it means. No. <laughs> like springtime in Michigan is still snow. Obi, that's really rude, Obi. Um, still snow, still cold, still below freezing. Um, so, uh, so we they set up the the their camper on Friday at Michigan at the sorry at the Muskegon State Park. Um, and dad, do you want to talk a little bit about the Muskegon State Park? Give us, you know, a few facts. Sorry. Oh, sure. he was like extremely distracting right now because he's found his tail. So yeah. So go ahead, dad. Um, Muskegon State Park, I, you know, grew up around here and really hadn't spent a whole lot of time at that park and, um, was really, really surprised at how beautiful it is mm-hmm. um, so I'm gonna actually just read from their website because please it, do it, it's got, there's a lot there it's home to three miles of shoreline along Lake Michigan um, and a mile along Muskegon Lake um, forested dunes there are two campgrounds there's the Lake Michigan campground which is where we stayed and then the channel campground which is <clears throat> um, on on the channel from Muskegon Lake out to uh, out to Lake Michigan, which we didn't get to see because it was closed closed off. Um, one of the park's popular features is the blockhouse that was originally built by the Civilian Conservation Corps in the 1930s 
to provide opportunities for visitors to see from a high perspective all directions of the dunes. Oh, yeah. Okay. It sits on the highest point in Muskegon County. Um, it's also home to the year-round Muskegon Luge Adventure Sports Park, which boasts an Olympians-designed luge track, ice skating trail, a sleddy hill, cross-country ski trails, a 1,300-foot dual zip line, and one-of-a-kind summer luge track. Um, so that's all I'll read about that. But yeah. uh, it's a huge park. We, we had a great hike along one of the cross-country trails, cross-country ski trails, which was, what, two and a half miles? Two and a half miles long? But there's a lot of, lot of trails there. And then, of course, it's right on Lake Michigan, which um, in the two days we were there went from being extremely angry, lots of waves, lots of wind, mm-hmm. and then less angry, but still pretty 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 loud yeah um anyway that's perfect yeah yeah there's there's so much to do in that little spot um i guess big spot but yeah that's it's a lot i think um one of the coolest features is the summer luge it's not just a winter luge it's also summer luge it's a summer luge so you can do luging uh all year round here yeah which is pretty sweet not that, you know, if anybody's interested in becoming, a, would it be a loser? <laughs> I, yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so that's a little bit about Muskegon State Park. There's obviously a lot to it because there are two campgrounds. So don't get, don't get it twisted if you right. try to book your campground. I'd just like to reiterate the fact that it wasn't an ice skating rink. It was an ice oh. skating trail mm-hmm. that is lit up at night also, mm-hmm. and so people can go on it. It's just amazing. I mean, we didn't see it because it wasn't there anymore. What was it? 60, 70 degrees just a week ago, so yeah. they didn't have it there, but I just thought that was really neat, and I'd love to go back you know, mm-hmm. next winter and just see the whole you know, space there and how they have it and such. So yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. And they do allow dogs at the, uh, so it's called the Winter Sportsplex, the Muskegon Winter Sportsplex. And that was across the street from our campground. So we could easily walk over there. Um, It was closed, obviously, because it's springtime here now. But um, they allow dogs at the Winter Sportsplex, too. So if you want to just go um, and, like, you have family members that just want to, like, sit and watch while you go do stuff, you can bring your dog whatever um but yeah it was uh it's really cool to walk around that area but typically in the podcast what we do is we talk about day by day of our our trip so Mm -hmm. um so first off you guys can kind of talk a little bit about your experience setting up your airstream for the first time if you'd like on friday before i got there because i got there later in the evening um any any learning opportunities that you had or experiences you'd like to share, um, setting it up, getting to the park, that kind of thing? Yeah. Set the stage. Yeah, um, and then John, I mean, Dad can um, jump in there, but just to get an idea, we were, were in Grand Haven and been staying in Grand Haven. And so Muskegon was about 40 minutes away. And of course, on the way there, we had to stop at Walmart to get all our supplies. Um, so we did that and we hopped in the car after that 
It was absolutely sunny, beautiful blue sky as we're headed there. We get to the campsite and it starts to rain, this cold, steely rain as we're doing it. And of course, it's the first time that we have set this camper up and such, but um, it, was, uh, it was raining pretty good when we got there. Um, and that was kind of the, the set for the weekend with the weather, anyhow. Um, and we had picked a, uh, a site, a campsite um, uh, online, you know, when you register online for that michiganrecreation.gov, I think mm -hmm. it is. Um, and we picked that, not realizing, you know, that we had picked a 50 amp um, electrical site where we only needed a 30 amp. So we called the um, camp, we called the, the rangers, you know, um, the office up, and they were very accommodating and very nice. They're and awesome. They, Every time I've ever called they were them, so nice. they're and super so helpful. We had picked another one, which of course was away from other people, because here we are thinking it's March, it's cold, nobody else is going to be there, and it was a real surprise. There were probably at least another ten or twelve uh, people that were there, there you know, that were setting up, and so we found this other campsite that was just perfect. Nobody was around. Not to say we don't want to be social, but it was our first time, so nobody was around. But it turned out that, you know, talk about Lake Michigan. We could hear the waves. If we could have opened up all the windows and the doors, we would have heard that all night long. It would have been mm -hmm. absolutely beautiful. Yeah, we were, like, walking distance from the little um, the, the stairs down to the beach because there's dunes all at this camp at this campground and so they're protected obviously because of erosion and, and everything so they have a designated spot for you guys for people to walk down to to the lake and we were like right yeah, there was so right there. That was cool. it, was a, it was a perfect spot so i'll let yeah. dad finish on how we set up it was pretty straightforward i mean we um Although we'd never really had a camping trailer before, we we trailered a, quite a bit of stuff over the years. We've had boats and that kind of stuff. So trailering for me wasn't that difficult. And He's backing a pro. Up. But it, it, you know, one thing I did learn was that um, this is a single axle trailer, and it's not big. It's twenty feet long, which is it's not tiny. It's not like one of the teardrop campers, but it's it's. Um, it's not a huge, you know, let's bring the whole yeah. house with us kind of thing. It's like smaller than the boat, I yeah, would say. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But anyway, so, but it's a single axle. And so when you back it up, it turns really quick. Mm -hmm. So you have to be, mm -hmm. you kind of, you have to be really sensitive to backing it up. Anyway, we backed it up, got into the spot. And then, you know, this is... Fancy camping, it's not tent camping, so you can plug mm -hmm. in and you can get electricity and you can get heat. So we backed it up, we thought we were close enough to the power outlet and unhooked the whole trailer and what have you and took out the power cord and it turned out it was like eight feet too short Eesh. to the plug, so we ended up having to hook it back up and back. Not a big deal, but Things you learn, you know, mm -hmm. as you get into to camping with a trailer. 
Does it continue to rain and right? Yeah, it's raining this whole time. Holly, what was how cold was it? Outside? It was it was freezing. Yeah, it was, it was like cold. close to thirty-two. Yeah, and um, Obi wants to say hi. Get out. You know, the great thing about this trailer is, and this is again the first time we've had a camp trailer. It has a heater inside yeah, that runs does. off of propane, and so um, you know one of the first things we did was. Um, go, <laughs> go inside, and once we had the electricity, we plugged it in, and oh my goodness, what a what a to, treat! What a treat to yeah. be able to have heat. And um, so, mom stayed in the whole time while you set everything up <laughs> and got warm. <laughs> I don't no, know she if was up. No, that's. Yeah. But nice. it was that relatively simple thing, you know. And most of the campsites are level. Because that's one thing you want to, you know, if you've got a trailer, you want to make sure it's level because you don't want to be kind of rolling off the side of the bed at night. Yeah, and that's that true. So, Certainly not. Um, most of the campsites there are level, but we did see some that were kind of up on the edge of the dune. And I don't know how you do that with a trailer. You'd have to really block it up or do yeah. something. Yeah, But ours was pretty level. And... Um, yeah it, yeah, it it was really kind of not as not a big deal. I think we were we were ready to go. Well, once we got the the plug distance thing, the electricity thing figured out, we were ready in like I don't know thirty forty minutes. Wow. Yeah, and the only thing they didn't have, and it's because it's still winter cold, is we we didn't have the water, and so we didn't we weren't able to do the. Water. Oh right. We just you just had whatever was in the, we the trailer. Right. We, we had we had pre-loaded like. There's point. terms for that, I guess. Self-contained. Self-contained. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So this 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 trailer has <laughs> 23 gallons of fresh water. It'll hold, you know. So nice. You still, you know, you just like you can't just be um, willy-nilly all yeah, over with the place. Water. Your water. And um, and then it has the solar charging system which um, if you don't have power hookup you can still run lights you can run the heater mm-hmm. uh, it's the solar system uh, system yeah the solar charging system charges the batteries so you can you can kind of go off the grid it's pretty cool it is nice. so really you know I feel like after you know a couple more camping trips, you'll really have that whole setup down, yeah. ready to go. Yeah. It'll take you less than thirty minutes to get where you need to. Yeah. Go and get set up and get comfortable, which right. is nice. So. You could pop the beer a lot quicker. Yeah, I yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like um, you guys were very cozy once I showed up. Um, really comfortable. They had ordered pizza. Yeah. And Dad went and picked it up. That was from the Hobo, uh, the Handsome Hobo oh, restaurant, yeah. mm-hmm. and that is associated with the Hobo Bar or Tavern, which is five miles up the road. It's very close, right. and it was they have all kinds of pizza, and um, it was nice to have that right around the corner. Heck yeah, because so, you know the first night being there, and it rained. It rained the whole time, so we really didn't want to do a fire and it really just wasn't conducive for that it was more hey let's get a pizza and just snuggle into you know the the warmth of the right. airstream yeah like let's just enjoy this right. right now let's not figure out 
how to cook inside of this right. just yet. Oh, and yeah. of course, that was an experience in itself. So. Right. Well, I'll, I'll just say, too, so girls who camp, we've been glamping quite often lately, which we're not big glampers. So this is, I would say, our second, my second glamping, you know, adventure within the past month or so. Um, but we'll get back to our, our regularly scheduled tent camping after this, probably. Um, but this was, I would say, um, a happy medium between our previous glamping adventure where we stayed in a very nice log cabin <laughs> with heat and an outhouse. Um, and then to this lovely camper, which was very, very cozy, very comfortable. So the first night... I got there. They had already eaten pizza. Um, we kind of set up Yahtzee. We played Yahtzee. Um, and in the camper, there's like one side is like like the, I would say, the master bedroom or the master suite. And then directly, I would say five to seven feet across the way is a smaller uh, smaller area that breaks down to another bed um and so we we sat and played yahtzee i i think i i won wait a minute no i won oh dad won yeah. oh he did win you, you all questioned my math but also you should all know that when we started the game dad goes oh i, th- I thought this was uno <laughs> he thought we were playing uno yeah. um no i'm sorry that was like a quarter of the way into the game, he uh, said that. So, like, I was looking for the card. Yeah, the colorful cards. Yeah, no, wrong game, different game. Um, I will say, like, Yahtzee is definitely. If you get mom playing Yahtzee, there's lots of feedback going on. So, if you're receptive to feedback and you can take it well, <laughs> then you're game to play Yahtzee. Um, and Dad does a great job accepting the feedback. A couple beers deep, I would say. <laughs> well, and she's always like poking, looking over at my score sheet. No, check that's my wrong. Right, she's really good at Yahtzee. She's scary because she's got that mental math. The Yahtzee. She's got the mental math skills. Yeah. Do you have any comments you'd like to make on that, Mom? <laughs> no. Okay. So we played Yahtzee. Dad won. Unknowing. He didn't really know that he'd even won the game. Um, and then we went to bed. But but uh, just full disclosure on going to bed and stuff. You did not want to sleep in the Airstream. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had originally planned to go sleep in my car because my parents are notorious for for snoring quite loudly. <laughs> they la- They snore. Like, my dad alone snores pretty darn heavily. Um, it like shakes the house like a home, (laughs) but my mom also like does the same thing. So it, I mean, she, she, yeah, but that was, she didn't do that. So the first, yeah, well, I was, oh yeah. Okay. Later in life, you say, yeah, I don't get it. She joined me in this. (laughs) Um, yeah, so we've got some two, two pretty big snorers here and I, I guess I snore a little bit, but, um. I still have a few years that I, I really need to hone that skill, I guess. Um, but I was like, no way. Like, I don't I don't want to sleep in a hotel room with you because of that. 
specifically. Like, Zach and I, my brother and I, have said, like, we will get a separate hotel room solely for that purpose. So I went into this thinking, Obi and I are just going to go sleep in my car. I'll be fine. Um, And then they convinced me, and it didn't take much, really, but I, I slept in the, the Airstream. And to my pleasant surprise, the first night was wonderful. No snoring. I didn't really, I didn't wake up. Um, if I woke up, it was because Obi was moving around, not because you were snoring. Yeah. And dad, you said it's because you've been sleeping. On my side rather than my back. So there you go. <laughs> uh, does he do that consistently? I don't know, mom. Can uh, you vouch for that? <laughs> I thought Obi was he was, he was also snoring pretty badly, yeah. Um, so we separated. We went to our own sides of the camper. Obi would go back and forth. And um, and we slept through the night. It was wonderful. It was so warm mm-hmm. and cozy. And it felt like you were in a hotel room, yeah. really. Yeah. But still, I think, you know, to paint the picture, we're like... Six feet away from each other. We're, you know, it's yeah, not, not far. It's not a big trailer. It's just, um, yeah. It's, it's a little. It's almost like um, the one time I went ice fishing in a big, <laughs> a big ice fishing hut. Yeah. It was like it's that. like that size. Yeah. There was a bathroom inside of this. There is a bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, which is nice. why I was confused when I asked you what you you got mm-hmm. up at six six thirty in the morning and went outside. I did. I went and peed outside. We didn't understand that because there was a bathroom. I don't know. I don't think I really side. understood why I did that either, but I just didn't. Just I don't know. I You know, the gal camp. inside, the, the girl who camps the inside of me camp. really just needed to be out outside. I guess so. In the peeing next to my car <laughs> in the snow. Um, right, so we woke up. And yeah, we woke up. There was snow everywhere. Snow, a, a dusting of snow on the ground. It was really pretty, honestly. It was yeah, so it was... pretty. And in their base camp, um, the, the trailer, it's like, I guess like the selling, one of the biggest selling points is like the windows in it. It's like a 180, almost three, it's almost a 360 yeah. view of like the whole surrounding. Um, so we... I pulled down the, the window shade next to me because you can... What's really cool, too, is you can, like, zip all of the windows up so it blacks it out so you get, like, zero sunlight. Um, but then you can unzip it. So I unzipped it in the morning, and the natural light was so pretty mm-hmm. and really nice to, like, wake up to. Dad put on the percolator. We made some coffee. Yep. Because um, it was a guest. The oh, there's... I sang yeah. the percolator song. Dad sang the percolator song. Oh, yeah, the night before, Dad did sing... Did he did sing to me. Um, I won't. I won't make you sing. But um, one of the th- one of my most vivid childhood memories is um, my dad singing to me and my brother at night. And it was. It's always John Prine. Usually, that's his his go to. So he sang me a little bit of John Prine on Friday night before bed, which was nice. Yeah. Is it? What's the title of the song? Uh, I think I sang Grandpa Was a Carpenter and then Paradise. Paradise. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, it was great. It was really, really great. Um, but then we woke up, Dad made coffee on the percolator. 
He made, uh, or he sang the Percolator song. Do you want to give a little? No. Okay. Um, and then, and then we burnt the coffee, I think. Did we burn it yeah, or was it that dark? Burnt. Yeah. Well, dad took a bathroom trip up to the bathroom. And then he was supposed to be watching the percolator. And I was supposed to be watching the percolator and I didn't work to watch the percolator. So something to clarify with the bathroom, we're talking oh, yeah. about an outhouse here because the actual nice bathrooms with showers and such was all closed again because it was so still spring. No, it's still yeah. spring, still cold, and they don't open up until I think April eighteenth or fifteenth or something like that. Yeah. So, but the, um, may wonder why are we going to the outhouse when we have a. Right, when you have a, a... Well, you had only put, like, half a tank of water right. in there. So, we were, again, we were conserving the water that we had in there. And at that, that yeah. point, even that, we ended up with only about two gallons left in the, the freshwater tank. Yeah, but I also think, like, being in a small space with that many, you know, people... Yeah, yeah. I like to go to the bathroom alone sometimes. No one's around. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. So, Dad and I burnt the coffee a little bit. We still drank it, though. It was good. Mom got some creamer for me. It was good creamer. I typically like the vanilla creamer. Mom just got the carton. Half and half. Half and half. Which, hey. So, sorry. Still good. Mother does not drink coffee. Yeah, Mom doesn't drink coffee. She's not a coffee drinker. I don't know what's the best. Oh, you'll learn. It's okay. Dad doesn't drink. I mean, he doesn't use creamer at all. He drinks it black. I I usually drink it black, too, but you got, like, the dark, dark roast. Mm -hmm. Um, He said he also put too much in there. Too much coffee. Yeah, yeah. Friends in there, so. So we drank our coffee, and then we got on to breakfast. Oh. Mind you, this is, like, 930 in the morning. Like, we slept late. We did Mm -hmm. sleep late. Guys, usually... I think that's because of the blackout curve. I think so, too. And we were warm. Usually, whenever I'm camping, I'm up at 7. Yeah. Ready to go. Cold. Because you're cold. Yeah. Cold. cold. Well, no. I mean, usually it's summertime when I'm camping. But you're so. in a tent and the, you know, yeah, the sun. Come, sun's up. Yeah. Time to get up. Yeah. So, we got up. We made coffee. We, um, we started breakfast. And we quickly learned that the smoke detector works. Very well. Yeah, when very we're well. Sausage on the yeah, gas grill. there's a gra- gas stove inside, two burners, and mom was cooking on a cast iron. She's cooking some sausage with a plastic fork. Okay, which didn't truly, you know, she's a very smart lady, and I had to be the one to I say, Mom, that that <laughs> oh my it's plastic. I said, what is that? What are you using that fork for? And she <laughs> she held it up, and the whole thing is melted halfway, mm-hmm. quarter of the way. Anyway, so mom, mom was making us some sausage, so we quickly... There's also a microwave and a fr- refrigerator, a small mini fridge. So and, the smoke alarm is going off all this time. Yeah. As we're, you know. Yeah, like, we're like swatting it with a, right, a pillow. Right. Um, yeah, so mom finished, finished the sausage in the microwave, and then she made us some eggs, and then some open-faced english muffins and she brought jam so we had that for breakfast it was very tasty really good obi enjoyed some of the sausage and um and then we cleaned up 
which is always a process, I feel like, just cleaning anything while you're camping food-wise. That's why if you ever go to a campground, um, a lot of them have like just water spigots just throughout the campground, and they specifically say, do not wash dishes because it's nasty. So you need to... We, luckily, we had a sink, so mom washed... Mom did all the cleaning. Um, and Again, trying to conserve water because yeah. um, we didn't have much. Yeah, so then we got dressed and we went out for our little hike. Yeah. We took Obi over to the uh, Muskegon State Park um, cross-country skiing trails. Out. It was cold. cold out. Snow on the ground. Snow all over the ground, which is really strange because, again, it was 60, 70 degrees just that Monday. Yeah. Last Monday. And now we're in the snow. And I mean, it was fun and it was great for us. It's actually, you know, a, it was a, it's a really, time. it's a beautiful time of year because there's no leaves on the tree. You can see through the forest, you can see much farther than you can during the summer. And yeah. you can see, you know, the dunes way far away off by the lake. Um, and then Lost Lake that we went by and... and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we made it all the way to Lost Lake. Mm-hmm. We went great, to Lost Lake. Great trail system. The trail system was awesome. Yeah. Those trails are so nice. And we're very well marked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they had, yeah, um, maps all along the trails. And then... Um, I think you commented, Mom. You could hear like you could hear Lake Michigan from the trails that yeah. we were at too. Like it was really there weren't any leaves on on the trees, but it sounded like there were like leaves or. So, I mean, it yeah. was just it was windy, but it's, it's it's a it's a great time to go out and hike because mm-hmm. you can see a lot more birds, you know, that are mm-hmm. flying around, and you know, yeah, it, it's a time when people. I think people are like, oh, it's kind of nasty out. I don't want to go. But you can see a whole lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think the Michiganders are ready for spring at this point. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. So we rounded out that it was two and a half miles, I think is what we said. We did. We did two and a half miles with Obi and... We saw one person literally the last like quarter mile of yep. the of the hike and she was running. I she think did we finished. see what wildlife did we see? We saw did we see any squirrels? I didn't see any squirrels. I don't think I saw anything. No, because we had Obi with us and oh, Obi yeah. didn't go after anything. Shocking. Yes. But he's also a big white yeah, dog. True. And it's like you know, any kind of wildlife sees that way off. Oh uh, yeah. Out of here. Yeah. What is this thing? True. Polar bear. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we uh, we came back to the camper. I think we had a few snacks. Yep. I had some ruffles. <laughs> and then Dad had some chips and dip. And then Dad was like, let's go to... Where do we go? Oh, we're like, um, just south of Whitehall. The park is just south of Whitehall. Ten miles. In Montague. In Montague, which is... Very two little cool little towns, mm-hmm. like ten miles up the road. So we took a drive. Yeah, and that was, uh, and the drive was real pretty too. And that was White Lake, right? That's 
right by yeah, the Great Hall right in Montague. And Montague has is famous for the largest weather vane in right. the world. In the world. In the world. In the world. Oh mm-hmm. It's it's a big great. one. Mm-hmm. Who would think? Um, weather vane. Yeah. Gotta have the biggest one. Right. So yeah. We went to Whitehall, and we stopped at Dollar General to grab some trinkets for the camper. Um, And then we went to a brewery in Montague. Is it Montague? Montague, yeah. Montague. I want to say Montague. but No, what was it called? Sawyer. Sawyer Brewing Company. Yeah, very good beer. Really good. Really good beer. Um, Nice people. Nice people. Yeah. And I'd just like to say the day has start has gotten colder okay. as through the day has gone on and the wind is whipping and it was really cold out. But we walked in Montague and not much was open at yeah. all when we were there, which was unfortunate. And, mm-hmm. um, but the brewing company was open, so yeah, it was good. Got a beer. Mm-hmm. It was good. Nice. And then we headed back to camp. And on the way, we stopped at this lovely little party store. It was great. I think it's Definitely. maybe your favorite place I, I, that we I stopped. I it's my favorite party store in Michigan. <laughs> Do you remember the name of it? What was it? Duck Market. White Duck. Is it White Duck Market? White Duck Market. Yeah. It's a yellow. A little yellow place. Dingy. Little. It's right on um, Shoreline Drive. How do you remember that? That's insane. Between... The state park in Whitehall. Um, nice, nice people. Nice gentlemen. We went cheese selection. My God, the cheese. Lots of cheese. Store. Lots of cheese curds. Lots of meat. Meat. Lots of meat. And the nice man. Uh, I I walked up with a, a bottle of warm champagne. He said, "I have this cold in the back. I'll go get you a cold one." <laughs> And he went and grabbed that for us. Of course you want champagne. You're camping. Right. We got it because we were going to celebrate the the Airstream, you know. The christening. The christening of Is it christening? Yes. Christening. But then we didn't even drink it. We didn't even. Didn't. We forgot about it. We did. But we'll do that this week. But we we got some stuff at uh, the market. Um, Some snacks. Good beer. And beer. Lots of beer. A big beer cave. And then we headed back and um, started a fire back at, at the campground. And mom and dad have a solo stove. A solo stove. This is not sponsored by Solo Stove, but awesome. I would love I would love that yeah. one day. Very <laughs> They're great. Um, low maintenance fire pit. Pretty mm-hmm. efficient. You get, once you get it going, you just feed it. Yeah. And it just. You know, it it works through sort of a. And I want you just go to the yeah. website. You can learn all about it. It's great. Well, so at every Michigan campground, you get this big old cement fire ring and it's big like it's a big fire ring it's got it's cement and then the outside is metal um but it's big it's really big and they're kind of placed you know awkwardly at your campsite sometimes so the great thing about the solo so stove is that it's 
portable. It's pretty easy to like move around. So you guys kept it in the back of your truck the whole time you were in, up, came up here and traveling around. Um, and then you can just put it wherever as long as there's, you know, stable ground and it's not, you know, it's on the ground ground. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was super warm, super easy to, to use. Yeah, it does. And they have oh. three sizes. Oh, okay. Uh, we have the, the middle size. Yep. And yeah. The the attraction to these though <clears throat> that people like is that it's supposed to be smokeless, mm. and right. so you can sit around it. And, and as mom is going, <laughs> it's supposed to be smokeless. <laughs> well, and then she she pointed out that I was putting too much wood in it. Yeah. And but, it's coming over the top. Yeah. yeah. So there's just a way to do it all. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's the way to do it all. And so, but that's, that's the attraction to it, you know, is that people, so people could, uh, everybody sit around it and you don't have to worry about the smoke getting in your your face and such. So, yeah, it's a great, it's a great um, accessory to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's for sure. Mom um, prepared uh, crackers and cheese and vegetables with some dips for us and we had a visitor my cousin peter came and he checked out the camper and hung out around the solo stove with us and checked out the park a little bit and it was really nice to have a visitor we don't really get visitors on camping trips which was great but just remember it started snowing at this time too yes and it got cold while they're with the weather check it was already cold now it's got cold i know i appreciate it it's it was pretty it was snowing and you talked about the the appetizers we put them out on the picnic table and then when we brought them back in when we did with the things we didn't eat i think some of them had frozen they were frozen yeah Mm -hmm. and they had the snow all over them but it was snowing at the time so peter arrives and then i i realized it was cold when Peter started putting his Russian <laughs> headgear on, yeah. which is like he was a, wrapping. Be- a beanie with a scarf around it. And he's the guy that walks around here with bare feet. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was cold. <laughs> he was cold. But he had all the warm stuff. He's a Michigan guy. He's He knows what you need to bring around a fire. So he yeah. came He came prepared. That's really the the, the I guess... Um, yeah. It was fun to have Peter there. Yeah, it was great to have Peter there. Um, it was really great. I think we were, we were listening to music and hanging out and, um, dad started cooking some steaks on our Coleman stove outside so we didn't put the, uh, get the fire alarm going again. The smoke alarm. We had the potatoes and the mushrooms. Oh yeah, and he cooked, we sauteed some potatoes, mushrooms, all that stuff, onions, sweet potato. Um, made a little hash. It was great. It was. It was really good. Peter ended up leaving, and then we had dinner inside the camper. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we made s'mores with Hershey's, and Mom had one with Reese's Peter. Yeah. How was it? It was really good, but like you said, the the, the um, chocolate didn't melt as well as it does when you just have the regular Hershey, but it mm-hmm. did taste good. I mean, anything could taste good with peanut butter and chocolate. Mm-hmm. I had two. Did you have one or two? 
I think you just I think had, I had one. one. I think you just you made had me one. one. Yeah. I had two. They were so good. good. There's nothing like a good s'more. No. I never make s'mores just because one, there's just a lot of like stuff that comes with s'mores, and if it's just me and you know Alexa or you know one or two, even two other people, it's like, why do I have fourteen graham crackers? Right. Anyway, yeah. that's why I avoid s'mores. But mom bought all the stuff for it, and it was great. It was a good little treat to end the night. Mm-hmm. And then mom got this awesome little radio, transistor radio from Walgreens, and it looks like an old school, cool radio thing. I don't know. I still have it with, with a little antenna. And we sat. What game did we listen to? We listened to. Oh, right. um, was it the same? It was game a basket. It was one of the. It was five a, no. Elite Eight game. Different. I think it was a different. Yeah. Oh, it was St. Peter. St. Peter. And, was it? Yeah. I thought it was. Well, it wasn't the Purdue one, was no. it? No. Uh, and then we also had great country music. We did. From WMUS in Muskegon. It's great country music. Shout out. Yeah. That was great. It was really wonderful. We had yeah. we had a good time listening to it. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Um, They've been WMUS has been around forever, forever. Well, Ooh, Randy Crow. I'm looking at my sister. <laughs> yeah, Aunt Sherry's here filming. Hey, Aunt Sherry. Hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we we finished the night with s'mores and then went to bed. Yeah, it was. You know, you think it was late. It, we finally all kind of crashed, but it was 10 30, 11 o'clock when we were crashing because yeah. we ate late. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, dad was cooking outside. We have a picture of it with him just uh, freezing out there, but he had to, you know, cook the three steaks on the, you know, the, the pan wasn't big enough for all of them, so he had to cook them. So it took a while for him to do that out there. And, and all of that, so but yeah. it, it all turned out well, and it was it was wonderful. Really, yeah, really good. Yeah, How often time. do you have a steak, you know, around the campfire? Not know? often. That's pretty cool. But when you have an airstream, you can do anything. That's right. So, so airstream.gov, check out the base. Game. <laughs> check out the base game. Well, I do want to come back to that of why yeah. we are here from Mississippi, picking up a base, you know, an airstream. In Grand Rapids, Michigan, but we'll get to we can get to that at the end, or I can just okay. Yeah, no, we. I think that's pretty much that was our trip. We woke up the next day, we packed up and got everything pretty much out of the out of the airstream. Got everything, and it was beautiful again. It had stopped snowing, but there was a lot of snow again on the ground, more than the day before. I was I was gonna say I forgot to mention that when we were in Montague. Dad got a 20-cup percolator at the antique store. He did not use that Sunday morning, but he made coffee again Sunday. It was much better. Yeah. We'll use it. We'll use it. Well, we have the family, the whole family. We go to, you know, like a festival or something. Ooh, he's going to a festival. (laughs) We'll go to... What is it? Lollapalooza? No, I don't know if you What's take the, your... Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo. There you go. You can Bonnaroo. go to Bonnaroo. Right. You guys would like Bonnaroo, but yeah, just come stay. Come have coffee with us. I'm sure everybody <laughs> would like to have, come have coffee with us in Bonnaroo. Yeah. Bonnaroo. Oh, yeah. It's in exchange for something. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, so, we woke up. We packed up. And we headed out. And 
It was uh, the blue skies again that day towards the middle of the day. Um, and then towards the end of the day, it was blue skies. But we stopped at my Aunt Beth's house and we I ran to a bakery and got some baked goods and coffee. And we sat at her her place and caught up about the trip. So yeah, it, was great. it was great. It was a good first Airstream trip. Yeah. Successful, I would say. And then it got so cold that... Oh, yeah. It's Sunday night. Things started freezing up. The pipes froze in the Airstream. Who thinks about that? Not these people from Mississippi. No. Let me tell you that. You know, the the air, it's rigged so that you can can camp in sub-zero. I just had not... You didn't well, you had to turn the heaters on in the tank, so that was good. Right. Yeah, that yeah. Was, that was really right. good. And then the next night, or the next day, you just turned the yeah. heat on in there and left it but, on. For but it, it's, it's mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. sub-zero capable. Which is so cool. I just wasn't sub-zero capable. I hadn't thought about it, so. Well, neither of us. Well, either. would you like to give a quick shout-out? To the Airstream people off 28th Street in Grand Rapids. <laughs> well, that's what, you know, I just wanted to mention it. So back in August, we were up here visiting. Um, and we had always said that we wanted to, you know, look at campers and stuff. And there's an Airstream place, like you said, on it's on 28th Street? Plainfield, right? Plainfield. Right. That's okay. It's Woodland, like, Airstream. Uh, Woodland Airstream. And we went there and we met a salesman named Steve. And... Uh, he went through the base camp for an hour and a half with us. Well, he not, went through d- different versions of he, Airstream. He did. You're right. He did. And, but and Sherry was there with us, too. She was. Yep. John's sister um, was there with us. And he spent all kinds of time with us. And he was so thorough. Whether he was looking at the base camp or any of the others that they had there, which are incredible i mean from a base camp that can be a 16 or a 20 foot to what they call the bunkhouse where you know you bring all your kids or grandkids and you can fit 12 or 14 people in one it's just amazing what they have there but so we didn't make a decision that day um but we went back to mississippi we went around to some other rv dealers just to get an idea and compare an airstream to others because that's what you do when you retire that's right anyway yeah go on that's right so so anyhow so the decision obviously was made that we were going to get you know an airstream the base camp and we liked steve so much we liked how he was as a salesman as a person and how thorough he was that we just decided that this was the place to come to, this was the place to order it from, because we knew that the service was going to be um, great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is and was, so just another side note to it, so, you know, with everything going on with the pandemic, it took, you know, everything was, um, took a long time to order, took a long time to to build and such, so we, again, were just picking up in March after ordering it in August. And when we were talking to Steve on the phone, he goes, okay, when do you want to come pick it up? And we're like, well, we're not sure. And he goes, well, you have to go through the orientation class. 
And so there's an orientation that you have to go through before you take your earstring home. And we were thinking since it was just a base camp and it was just something very simple uh, compared to the other airstreams that are there, that it would take maybe an hour and a half or so. We were there for four hours for our orientation. It was so thorough that everyone at the place from the finance, the service, the parts, to Steve, the salesman, were excellent. And... We were so glad that we did purchase from them because we went back again today because we were concerned about the a couple, a couple of things, but you know that the freezing that happened and is did anything you know get ruined? Did a pipe burst or whatever it was? Again, we were there for another hour and twenty minutes with Steve going through everything with us and uh, making us feel a lot better about what had happened and what we had done and. To be able to take it all the way back to Mississippi in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Very happy with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Real happy. And just, a, just a side note on air, air streets. I mean, there's a lot of trailer, camping trailer things uh-huh. out there. I mean, you see them all over. Um, and some of the small ones are really, really cool. And there's a lot of good, good trailer companies out there. But the, the Airstream, the the one that you see on the road that looks like a little, I, I say it looks like a Twinkie, you know, with a silver Twinkie. They were actually designed by a um, an, an aircraft engineer back in the 1940s. Mm. Oh, wow. Because he was building these um, airplanes for the World War II. Wow. And he said, wow, that's, that might work for a trailer. So, and they're very well built. Very cool. So anyway. All right. Well, we're just plugging Airstream. Yeah, okay. As we should, though. Yeah. They're a wonderful company. So, if anybody's interested, um, you should check it out. Um, but, yeah, I think that kind of kind of wraps up our trip. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening to us chat about Muskegon State Park in the Airstream Base Camp 20X. We're fancy people. Um, But thanks to Mom and Dad for being on the podcast. This is fun. Well, thanks to you for going with us because you made it what it really needed to be to be a camping trip. You know, you made it for us. So we were so happy you could spend the time with us. Yeah. Well, let's do it again soon because... Yeah. You have all the time in the world. Me, not so much. You, I'll yes. just meet you yeah. wherever you are. Okay. Just sure. tell me where. But, um, but yeah, so that that wraps it up, I guess. Um, stay tuned for Alexa back with me. Um, I don't know what our next trip will be, but we're hoping to do something pretty soon. Summer's coming up, so we're ready. We are ready. We have campsites booked. Even if we don't, we're going to go sleep on the side of the road probably. Come on down south. Yeah, maybe we'll go to Mississippi. Who knows? But um, Go camping on the Barrier Islands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really. Um, So, yeah, stay stay tuned for, for our next adventure. But thanks, everybody. Goodbye.